Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Double Cleanse podcast with me, Robert Welsh. And me, James Welsh. Hi. Hi. Listen, this is a podcast all about things. We always say it's about something and then it never is. So I'm not going to say anything. Well, it's usually about things. Yeah, it is about things. And today, do we have a thing for you? Yeah. James, mm. how are you? Yeah, I'm fine, and Yeah, you know what? I'm all right. A little bit yeah. hungry, but I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm I, I'm going to start a really boring conversation, but my IBS has been so bad recently. I've been looking to that like that FODMAP diet thing, which I yeah, really need yeah. to do. Have you done it yeah. before? I tried to do it, but it wouldn't allow me to have things <laughs> that I like. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the point, isn't it? So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to live with these cramps that I feel like I'm giving birth to a brick. <laughs> yeah, I think this is my issue is that like, I it's been so bad recently that, but basically for people who don't know, because I didn't know until like two days ago, there's these things in foods called FODMAPs and they can basically really irritate your bowels. So low FODMAP is just a list of foods that don't have these FODMAPs or it's low in FODMAPs. So it, it, it doesn't irritate your bowels. And I was like looking at the list and I was like, oh, you're allowed like a handful of nuts like once every two yeah. days, you know, really boring A handful of broccoli, stuff. but if you go like one gram over, you're going to have severe diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this is the thing, because I was like, why do peas and broccoli trigger me so much? And then I looked and it's because FODMAP. Um, yeah, but it's, FODMAP it's, everywhere. It's, yeah, FODMAP everywhere. But you can have caffeine, so that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't the doctor told you not to have too much? The doctor told there? me not to have Red Bull, especially sugar free, because it's got um, sweeteners in, which are high FODMAP. But you, you obviously, I was, you were in my car and I was driving when you had your appointment with your doctor, and they were like, "How many um, coffees do you have a day?" And you're like, "Oh, um, probably about twenty in the morning and about thirty no. in the evening, and and each one I have three heaped <laughs> tablespoons of coffee." <laughs> I realistically have about six coffee, la- ice lattes a day. And yes, That's three, insane, James. Three, no, but six listen. is crazy. No, but listen, I'm having problems at home. <laughs> <laughs> so now you can't say anything about that. Yeah, no, so you're let, right. Now so let's ask. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to ask. Um, but I have cut down my coffee consumption and I will be drinking lactose-free milk for the foreseeable future. Same. So, 
You know what really helped me is intermittent fasting. Not with like losing weight or whatever people claim it does, but because it gave my food time to digest before I ate another food. You know what I mean? But here's the so thing. So I just felt, I felt emptier when I was going to eat. And I haven't had severe IBS since intermittent fasting. But I don't really... Eat, and, I eat. Sorry. And I could, I could eat whatever. Like I could eat <laughs> Domino's and then be fine. But here's the thing. That sounds like a lie, first of all, that last bit. No, um, absolutely not. But you know what? I can eat Domino's and have terrible IBS, but I can have Papa Joe's and be absolutely fine. And McDonald's yeah, there, absolutely fine. There's, there's something about Papa Joe's. I can't have that. I don't know what it's, it's horrifically overpriced. Horrifically overpriced. We've been talking about IBS for about three minutes. Just so you Gosh, know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm so sorry, everyone. No, listen, well, I feel like the majority of our audience are in their 30s. So this could this could yeah. affect you, you one day. You would understand. And if you're not in your 30s, just you just wait. Just you wait. <laughs> just you wait until you can't eat cheese again. <laughs> But still do anyway. You wait. Wait until you have to plan your meals and toilet time around <laughs> traveling. Because it's the... <laughs> wait until you're too nervous to get on a plane because you just had a quick breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the worst. Uh, all right, James, listen, I, have to, I do have to ask you talking about mm. IBS. Is there anything you've been loving this week? Yes. So I talked about this a while back on my YouTube channel about some of like the best products I've been loving of 2022 so far. Is that the Yeah. So it's a new moisturizer by a new brand called Smooth. And what I love about this moisturizer, it just has fucking everything in it in a nice way. Sorry. Smooth. Sorry, I choked on my own spit then. Smooth. Which means skin's mood. Um, so you listen to your oh. skin's own mood. That name, I'm so, I don't mean to be rude. I'm sure the product's great, but that name sounds like a jacket for someone's penis. <laughs> right. Right. Smood. Yeah. Where's my yeah. smooth? Have you put your smooth on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I guess. Um... Right. Sorry. It's nice. Go on. It's nice. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I like. <laughs> It's like really deeply hydrating. It's not greasy at all, but it's got six forms of hyaluronic acid in, so you get a really deep hydration. 4% niacinamide, which is a good amount without anyone feeling irritated by it, which does so much for your skin. Texture, pores, balance out sebum production, redness, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's got some fruit extract in it, which is like antioxidant, antibacterial kind of stuff. Um, retinol palmitate, like a small amount in there that helps kind of like with the anti-aging. Aging. Anti-aging. Um, anti-aging. And we've got our butin licorice root rice ferment filtrate, which is all about hyperpigmentation, dark spots. Then we have oat extract, ceramizin, centella, and allantoin, which is soothing, barrier repairing. It's literally everything, everything. It's like, they were like, what do you want to put on moisturizer? And they're like, every product you've ever used in the best way. <laughs> Something that does everything for everyone yeah. ever. Yeah. But it does, this is things like anyone can use this product without it. Hope, like, realistically affecting them in a very negative way, like their skin, not, not in life. Like, you know, I don't know, I don't yeah. know what I meant by that line. Um, but no, it's, it's a really lovely to use moisturizer. Nice. Yeah. Robert, is there anything, what about you that you've been labbing? Are you, are you what are you doing? I'm yawning, sorry. Oh, I thought you were cry burping. 
Yeah, I'm burping and crying because yeah, of, uh, all at yes. the same time. <laughs> so anything you've been loving? Yeah, actually, James Aries. Um, so I recently tried the Danessa Merrick's Yummy Skin Blurring Balm Powder. So this is a say that again. Dozen- Sorry. Dan- so the brand is Danessa Merrick's. She's an yeah. incredible makeup artist, and the product is called the Yummy Skin Blurring Balm powder. And this is a product that claims to do, just like your moisturiser, I think, um, a bit of everything. So you can use it as a primer, Mm -hmm. you can use it as your foundation, you can use it just as a contour, as a highlight, you can use it as a bronzer, you can use it as, um, on top of your foundation. There's loads of different things you can do with it. I've been using it just as a foundation and it's a, it's almost like a cream to powder formula. And I've used cream to powder formulas before and it's been like, that isn't, that's not cream to powder, that's just cream and it's matte, you know? Whereas this one is the strangest in a good way. Goes on like a cream, but definitely sets like a powder. You do have to prep your skin quite well because it can be quite dry. But once you've got that good balance of your moisturizer and your, or your primer or your serum and the foundation is a really nice, really long wearing, super mattifying foundation. So if you're a little Mm. bit oilier and you want, you know, something to last a long time, it's a really good one to go for. And there's an ingredient in there I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, I Oh, I saw on the website. One second. Um, and it was a, it began with S and it was a special ingredient. Um, do excuse me, please. Is it salt? Uh, no, it's called Upsolite or Upsolate. And it's um, a cutting with an S, technology. Upsolate. <laughs> 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 but it, it balances sebum and reduces oil throughout the day for a natural clean glow. So it says on the thing. Yeah. And it absorbs it excess sebum up light. And it balances Is that and a trademark excess sebum. Name? I wish you would let me talk, James. <laughs> it balances and absorbs <laughs> excess sebum and sweat while maintaining skin's hydration. I think it's like their thing. No, I don't think it is. I was going to say, has it got trademark at the end of the word? No, no. Oh, interesting. I think it might just be like a new technology. Wow. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that sounds cool. Mm. Listen, before we get into today's subject, should we just go and have a break? Yeah, should we just go and have a break? <laughs> yeah, everyone will see you later. <laughs> Bye, enjoy this break. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. All right, well, welcome back. Thank you for taking that time to have a break for yourself. We all need it sometimes. Yeah, I hope you got a snack. Yeah, no, I do too. Listen, today we are talking about hair. And (laughs) (laughs) And listen, and certain things to do with hair, but we kind of want to focus on greys. Now, greys are a thing that happen to everybody. They happen to you. They happen to me. They happen to you and me. They're happening now, and they can happen at any age, really. I remember seeing a grey in my hair when we were, like, 20-something, and I was like, no, and I took it out and never saw it again mm-hmm. until I was, like, a bit older. Yeah, I feel like we always had, like, one grey hair that we'd just pluck out, and it'd be like a... Yeah. Once every two months, it would grow back, and you just get rid of it. I have no time for it, James. Yeah, whereas now I feel like there's, like, 20, exactly yeah. 20 grey hairs. Exactly 20. Yeah, but here's the thing, is like, I don't care, to be honest with you, I actually quite like greys, in fact I dyed my hair grey on purpose like two years ago, and yeah. if I could just have, but I do dye my hair black now, because those 20 greys just look shit. Yeah. Like, it's not even salt and pepper spreadings, it's just like, so it, like when it, when we're on camera, it looks like we've got bits in our hair. It, I was going to say, there's sometimes I'm sitting on camera and I see like this white bit and I go and take it out of my hair and it's a grey hair because it's catching the light a little bit differently. Yeah, oh, it just Listen, looks like bits of crisps. Yeah, I ask people, just me, over on our <laughs> Instagram at the Double Cleanse Podcast, we ask, if you have grey hair, do you colour it? By the way, did you know this spelled grey differently in the US and the UK? I do, yeah. So I'm wondering how we should write this episode title. Yeah, we'll come to that decision later. Later. And some people just said no, or just said yes. Someone said, I'm afraid to, and a sad face. Don't be scared. Mm. Someone said, yes, and I have since I was 18, thanks to my mum for the grey hair jeans. Someone said, just just started letting it grow out in between blonde highlights. I'm 40. It was always coming. Yeah, it was. A lot of just no's, a lot of just yes again. Um, No, not, no, no, not, never do that. I... I've read that completely wrong. Um, people are like, I'm going to camouflage it with highlights. Someone said, no, embrace it. And then someone's saying, of course, yes, until I'm cool enough to rock the grey. <laughs> I just dye my hair. The grey gets caught up in the process. I don't, mm. yeah, that's the point, because you might dye your hair like blue or purple or something like that. I don't know. I'm at a crossroads and can't decide. That's another one. That's, that's a good thing. Listen, I think there's two... Two stages when, not two stages, two different ways to see colouring your hair or trying to cover grey. And I think there's one area that is like covering your grey is trying to hide your age or being ashamed of your age or being ashamed of the way it looks. And there's another side, you know, just embrace it. And there's another side that's like, yeah, I dye it because I don't like it. Mm. Um, I, and it's I difficult to sit fine. in between. I think that's fine too. I don't. I, I personally would choose to. I will choose to color 
the greys in my hair and my beard until it is all over because mm-hmm. I, I like the look of jet black hair. I like the look mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, a dark, darker brown beard. And I don't like the random sporadic chunk of grey that might just grow on my chin because it looks like I've, like, you know, gobbed on my chin. It looks like just some random spit or food or something like that. And same with my hair. And I don't have like a cool streak of gray or like it hasn't gathered in a nice area. It's just like you said, these random bits and it looks like I've thrown pieces in my hair or thrown glitter in my hair. Mm. And now it's like just shiny bits on my head. So for me personally, I do like to, I, I'm not like, oh my God, I must color. And I don't mind a gray showing, but if mm. it gets too much, and I'm like, okay, no, it just looks, it doesn't look good on me in terms of the way it is, um, uh, positioned. I know that sounds mm-hmm. really technical, and you, we can't help no, it. That, I but agree we don't with you. have. Yeah, we don't. If it was positioned otherwise, then yes, I, I would let it grow out. But for me, as somebody who I have to technically like something, I technically don't like the way it's it's positioned mm-hmm. on my face or my hair. Yeah, you know this I mean? is a thing as well. I don't think there's any shame in just wanting to cover up your greys because you don't like the way it looks on you or because you're not mm-hmm. ready for that yet. Mm-hmm. I think a lot mm-hmm. of the, my issue, I think it's nice that people want to grow old gracefully. That's great. But I also yeah. don't think a lot of people are ready for it. And I don't think that's because they're like, oh no, I want to be young again. I think it's because they don't see themselves as that age in to, to be one of those people in the society yeah. that's been made for us. Do you mean, I feel like society made to, by to, Netflix. We live in society <laughs> created by Amazon. Um, <laughs> no, I feel like people are like, all oh, right, well, you're 40 now. You should be growing out your gray hair because that's, that's the way you yeah. are because you should be a mum and you should have a kids. But a lot of people are like, mm. no, I, I work in a professional setting. I still yeah. want to look like I'm doing my, you know, doing my best to, what's the word? Um, they just don't feel like they're there yet. And I think that's absolutely mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I used to work with a lady in her forties in the salon who would go one month, she'd complete dye her hair. The next month it would be like growing back out again. She'd grow it out and then she'd dye it again. Do you know what I mean? And it wasn't because she felt any kind of like, um, pressure to do that but it's just because visually she was a visual person she worked in hair she was like sometimes i'm feeling the gray sometimes i'm not and i thought yeah you know, exactly exactly that's fine. It's, it's it's like hair color in general like sometimes you might look at it and think oh you know what i actually want to dye it blonde or mm-hmm. i want to dye it brown it's nearly winter let me go a deep brownie red or mm-hmm. pink or blue or whatever you know it's it's just mm-hmm. like coloring your hair i do find it interesting that growing old gracefully means it, you need to deal with all those signs of getting older mm-hmm. which means you know gray hair wrinkles whatever things like that um i want how is that graceful compared to you know why why is my or every, anyone else's interpretation of graceful not accepted as graceful you know what i mean like i know it, what you mean it's still yeah. There's a, there's a stigma on both sides where it's like a stigma that you have to conform to to being young and looking young. Don't don't you know dye your hair. And there's another one. It's like there's a stigma behind having to look a certain way when you're older. Mm. It it is it, from both sides. You know what I mean? That's the thing. And I do think we live in different time where we don't have to look a certain way at a certain age or do a certain thing to be a, to be a certain age. You know. And I think you know a lot of people are like you know it's a privilege to grow old. And it's like yeah it is and 
But there's also so much out there that we do differently to even just 10 years ago as far as things like yeah, Botox exactly. and treatments and hair treatments and colouring and all that kind of stuff. Like, if you want to look a certain way, I don't see why not. But here's the thing. I have some facts for you, but let me tell you about this first. Yeah. Uh, as a man, I look forward to going grey because we all yes, know yep. that men look good grey. It's kind of like a known fact. I also like grey hair on women. I think they look amazing. But statistically men don't feel the pressure of going gray and the vast of majority course, of men of are happy to just let nature take its course right mm-hmm. um as far as women go that's the thing is growing out gray hair and this is actually i'm gonna read this here this is from um published by the guardian this is an article about um women who stopped dyeing their hair during lockdown and one thing that the one of the ladies talk about is the fact that when she was trying to grow out her grey hair, she was told that she looked unkept. Unkempt? Is that the word? Unkept? unkempt? Yeah, I yeah. Thinking, yeah. Because obviously, like, she ha- used to dye her hair blonde, and then she has this grey growing through. So she was kind of, like, recommended to dye it while she was being a professional. Whereas, like, men, the way men's hair just grows through is it just kind of like salt and peppers through, and then you have grey hair. Right, so right. So it was part of the stigma that she shouldn't be allowed to grow old gracefully in quotations and let her natural grays grow out because it didn't look professional in quotations. Mm, mm. Um, so there's a survey here. Um, actually, I'm reading this from um, cavendishpress.co.uk. There's a survey that they don't kind of say where it comes from. Um, <laughs> but but they basically say that men discover their first grey hair at the age of roughly 33. Um, that's just a year earlier than women who discover their first grey hair, usually at the age of 34, which was the same age as the Duchess of Cambridge. Who cares? Um, eight <laughs> yeah, out of 10 women... <laughs> it's so weird, right? Eight out of 10 women... That approximately 82% immediately pluck out their first grey hairs. And within one year of onset of greying, almost three quarters of women, 74% are dyeing their hair to disguise their grey hairs. Whereas as we said earlier, the vast majority of men are happy just to let their grey hairs grow out with only 31% starting to pluck out their grey hairs as soon as they see them. But even less, as they get older, only 18% of men dye their hair. Basically, they did a few more questions and all this kind of stuff. And what they basically found out by kind of showing the general public pictures of grey men and grey women of a certain age is that grey hair ages women twice as fast as men. As in they were showing pictures and people asked to guess their age. Yes. Yeah. And oh. they, they would averagely age women at um, a few years older than they actually were compared to how old they actually were, if that makes sense. I describe that terribly. but um, No, it makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I find that really interesting because it is kind of like a man-woman split kind of thing. It's like, you know, remember when yeah. Philip Schofield was like um, dyeing his hair for ages, like blondie brown, and then he mm. just came on full grey because he was grey. And everyone's like, oh my God, yeah, Philip Schofield. But here's the difference. When when a, a man does it, they're like, oh my God, Silver Fox. Like Silver there's Fox. a whole category of yeah. man yeah. for being, and I'm sure that is with women, but it's not as widely praised. And like you said, if it's, remember those tabloids? I don't know if they do them as much now because I don't really go into sh- like shops as much. But it'll be like Heat magazine, and there'll be a celebrity with a grey hair, and I'll go, she's lost her, she's going crazy, she's, she's got something's wrong. Mm. Yeah, and it would, but you know, it's like you wouldn't look at a man, or tabloids wouldn't look at a man, or even let's be real, the beauty industry wouldn't look at a man mm-hmm. with grey hair and be like, oh my God unkept it, it's mm. it's almost like a maturity and a classy older man 
Yes. Whereas you said, like, this study showed that a professional woman was told that it looked... She looked unprofessional because she had mm. roots. I mean, that isn't, to be honest with you, that isn't a surprising thing. That mm. there's a, a divide between men and women in terms of what's considered, and I'm doing in quotes, acceptable. Or, mm. you know, what's perceived as um, attractive or, what's the word, desirable. Mm. By the way, those ages, most people find their first grey hair at 33. We're 33 now, are you fucking kidding me? And that was thing, years like, especially, ago. Years yeah. and years, years ago, I found mine. Yeah, in the UK, I feel like men bold quicker than that. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, let alone yeah. find their first grey hair. They're balding at 28, a lot of them. Yeah. I also, we asked another question over in Instagram. We asked as well, if, do you like grey hair on other people? Mm. Because I like grey hair on other people. I love, um, you know, whether it's coloured grey or it's like silver grey. Um, there's a lot of people saying yes. Sometimes I don't really pay attention to it. Mm. Um, someone said, I do like it as I've gotten older, like speckled on dark hair out for temple streaks, like highlights. Yeah, see, that's another like very specific placing. Mm. Um, genetics, someone says, I don't care. People are like, yes, yes, no. If it's all gray or like patches, e.g. the fringe, then yes. If it's just for roots, no. Oh, that literally ties into what we just said. Mm. I love it. As a hairstylist, I am in love with people rocking and owning their natural hair. Yes. My mum's grey is stunning. You know what? Oh, so let me... Someone said, yes, it's sexy. Yes, but I love when the dye... Oh, sorry. It says, yes, but I love it when I dye it white grey rather than mm. natural. Actually, I do. Coloured hair often looks fake, especially darker colours and accentuates wrinkles. That's a good point. Um... Sexy on men, stylish on girls, women. Um, it's 50-50. People are like, yes, yes. I can't see anyone that's like, no. Other people are like, I just don't care. Trying, someone says sometimes. Oh, someone said no. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always remember this one lady, right? This is when I worked in Topshop. It was like one of my first jobs. And she came in with her daughter and she was wearing this. You know, like Christine Aguilera in that Candyman video, like that white suit with a pencil mm-hmm. skirt, and it had, but it was classy and it wasn't more costume like, and she obviously didn't have a hat and it wasn't a sailor theme, mm-hmm. but she had this white suit with a pencil <laughs> yeah. skirt and heels, and she had this hair that was like it was. She was like the most classiest person I think I've ever seen in my life, but her hair was grey. But it almost had like this shine, like it was really well kept, really nice. It was like a short down to her shoulders with a little flick almost outwards Ooh, at the end. Cute. But she just looked so, she looked so expensive and so rich. Mm. And I was like, you are like, you're obviously older and maturer, but you, you're it's powerful and you still know exactly what's happening. You know exactly how to keep yourself. And it, it's, uh, to me, it's sounds like grey is one, and in general, grey, silver, in terms of a tone, is something that can be very light reflective and bounce light a lot. I think it almost needs to be organised. Mm. You know what I mean? So, uh, and it's the same in makeup. Like, you wouldn't just wax silver everywhere over the face because it doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't sit right in certain places. Mm. So that's when I think of silver or grey. I'm like, no, it needs to be in the right place and kept the right way and, yeah. you know, treated a certain way. It's almost like, so you have, you know, your, your grey hair now. Let's mm. treat it nicely and correctly, you know? I think it needs to be kept in a certain way on both men and women. 
Mm. That's the thing, is because you presume instantly when you see grey hair, they're maturer, they've been through more, they know more, they've experienced more. And that's the thing, I think any hair, when you look after it, whatever the colour it is going to be, is completely different to if you're just letting it kind of like go crazy wild. Of course, you know? absolutely. But, th- mm-hmm. but then you have, that's things, you have that growing through process. I think if if and when that happens to me, I'll just dye, that's when I dye it all grey. I'd let my roots grow out by like four inches and then gr- dye the rest of my hair grey to keep up with my natural grey. And wear suits for the rest of my life. And wear suits forever. But here's an interesting fact, though, is that realistically, and I say only, but 36% of men and women dreaded going grey, which I feel like is a lot less than what these kind of... um, yeah. replies and stuff. Like, I would have thought more like, yeah. pre- basically everyone would have dreaded going grey. But a lot of people were b- pretty much just saying, as long as I'm not going bold and just going grey, I'm absolutely fine with right. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I find it interesting. It's like you say, like, I can't wait to go grey. Well, I can't, can't wait, but I'm not going to dread the day it happens. No, um, you know, that's another question we asked. We said, are you scared of going grey? Mm, what do and people do you say? care if you go grey? So... Do you care if you go grey? 63% percent, percent. Um, out of about 1,500 said no. Mm. And 37% said yes. Oh, that's cool. So that's not too bad. Uh, what did we also ask here as well, which kind of ties in, are you scared of going grey? A lot of people said no. I'm not too happy about it. I thought I'd be more mature about it, actually. Mm. <laughs> mm. Someone said you're not grey. I'm not. Uh, no, I know because I colour it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh wait, no, that's the end of their comment. Sorry, I'm scared <laughs> of the in between bit where it looks a bit shit because you're not grey. That's what we've been saying. Yeah, that's what I'm. I would be being like, oh no, maybe not. Um, and people are saying I, I, um, I think I'll care about it when it starts, but at the moment I don't. That's the thing is, I think you never feel the age your body looks or like your body wants yeah. to make you look. Um, so I think that going grey is a, is such a drastic change to like how you fit, how certain some people feel. Yeah, this is really interesting. Someone said ginger doesn't go grey, but goes white, which is worse. No, I think that's better. Mm. Are you kidding me? That's incredible. If I was going to go grey, I would like, can, do you tone it? Is that a thing for it to go yeah. whiter? Yeah, well, people get blue rinses, don't they? But it's a bit too much. So you get like a silver tone put through. Yeah. Right. So listen, should we round up by sharing some of our favourite hair products? Because, let's oh, wait, it. let's let's say, oh, uh, uh, let's conclude. I'm okay. not scared of going grey, but when it does, I do feel like I'm going to have to manage it more. Yes, I think that's exactly the same thing. Mm. I'm not scared of going grey, but I want it all to. I want it to be all or nothing because yeah. at the moment you have uh, like one grey sticking out here, one grey, and in a sea of black, deep black mm. hair, it just doesn't look quite right at the moment. Am I scared? No. Will I care? No. We're lucky. We are men going mm-hmm. grey because we, like you said, and through these studies, we don't feel the pressure. We mm. don't feel anything like that. People tend to not care when it's on men but I can understand why women would feel otherwise you know yeah 100% 100% agree listen I'm just Mm going to share one of my favourite hair products and I believe you have one as well can I just say I just want to say something after working in the salon for like three years head and shoulders is absolutely fine to use by the way everyone we used to sell a treatment that was quite expensive and it was literally just the same active ingredient as head and shoulders anyway that's not true there's chemicals in head and shoulders (laughs) 
so many chemicals, guys. There, there's big pharma and the Illuminati in your in your head and shoulders. So my one um, product I absolutely love is the way. Way leave-in conditioner. We've talked about this before, but I think I quit earlier last time. It comes in a spray bottle, which you think is going to be disgusting. You think it's going to be like a heavy, gloopy conditioner, like spurting out or leaving clumps of conditioner in your hair. But it just mists out so finely. And it smells floral, but I hate floral scents, and it's not overpowering. It's like very light and nice. Mm. What I like about this as a leave-in conditioner is it dries completely dry in your hair and fluffy. You know, sometimes you put in conditioners or leave-in masks, and your hair kind of like all sticks together. It looks like you're wet as gel. And it looks clumpy, like I'm not greasy, I'm actually treating my hair. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This you can spray literally like um, in the evening, and you'll wake up with like really nice fluffy conditioned hair. So I love that! Nice. Jess. Oh, hang, hang on. Sorry. Um, don't go for the bigger bottle. Just get the smaller bottle because it lasts forever. I can imagine, yeah. Especially if it's a fine mish. Yeah, it's fine mish. So let me tell you mine. This is the Oreb. I think it's pronounced Oreb. Oreb? Dry texturizing spray. This was recommended to me when I went to Space and K. That's where I got it. And I was walking around with um, a lady called Ginny who obviously works for Space and K. And I was very kindly being gifted some bits. And she was like, try it, try it. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. All right. All right. And I, I, I'm not really like a hair kind of person, but oh my God, this has been incredible. You know, those days where you're like, why isn't my hair like it was yesterday? Like I did it really mm. well yesterday. And then there's other days where it looks shit. And there's other days where this is, I just, it's one of the, the best things. So I will dry my hair like normal. And I, I use like something just like a, I don't know, like a sea salt spray, right? Right. So this is almost like, you can spray it in your hair to add texture. It's dry. So it's like a, a dry hairspray almost. And it does dry completely dry. And you can just rub it into the roots of your hair. And it instantly adds texture. Like that ruffled texture oh, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you can then spray it on top again. And it almost just like run your fingers through. And it stays like that. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's, it almost sets as well. But if you have like kind of like flat... And it's kind of boring. I consider my hair like a block of hair on my head when mm. I don't do it right. It just looks flat and boring. This has like instant life to your hair. It is, it's it's very pricey, I have to be honest with you. It's, well, maybe it's not for some. The big 300 mil is 45 pounds. How much? 340 mil. No, oh, 300 mil is 45 pounds. That's not bad, so It is know. a big one, but that's almost mm. 50 pounds for a huge thing. This small travel size, which is 75 mil, was 19.50. So almost 20. But I, I only use it on, like, times when I'm going out or times when I, do, I need my hair to be a bit better than it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I want to try that. James, it's really nice. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining us. As always, you can go ahead and share your opinion on the information, not really information, but the topic of today's podcast on at the double cleanse on what? What am I saying? At the double cleanse on Instagram. Or you can follow me, no, not or, and you can follow me on YouTube at Robert Welsh for more makeup uh, (laughs) things. And me, James Welsh on YouTube for more skincare things. Yeah, just so you all know as well, whenever we talk about our favourite products, they're always going to be on um, Instagram or like a carousel post. So you can go ahead and check them out. Well, thank you everyone for joining us this week. And we will see you next week on The Double Clients. Bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.